Hey girl, in today's episode of the podcast, we are talking about the seven inner critics that are keeping you stuck in your unhealthy relationship with food and your body. These seven inner critics are going to keep you right here in quasi recovery, not moving one inch forward. All of us, we have different types of inner critics that will try to manipulate our behavior and in fact mold us, keeping us stuck. The good news is you can silence these inner critics, you can reflect, and you can turn your inner critic into your inner superpower that you're gonna need to get yourself out of stuckness. All right, sister, let's dive right into today's show. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self Podcast. I'm Lindsay Nichol, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turn God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then Grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it so you can start living your best life as your best self. I have so much goodness to share with you today. I'm super excited to talk with you about the seven critics that are keeping you stuck in your unhealthy relationship with yourself and your body. And I'm also going to share with you a reflection that you can do right now today to help you process all that I sum up here. But I want to start with talking about what your inner critic is. So that mean girl, that part of you that sits and lives inside your mind that every single day is evaluating you, your every move, your every second, your every bite, your every action. Your inner critic, according to researchers, is developed in early childhood through lived experiences. And then we internalize these experiences, typically those whom are in our immediate circle, like our parental figures, our close relationships, and we place from other people the labels that they've given us. And while some criticism can be good, over and over as a child, we take on these things that feel bad and what other people say, do, think, act about us, around us, we attach those labels as if they are a third arm. And if we are constantly reprimanded over and over about something, never feeling good enough, for an example, meaning that we aren't enough. And so this internalizing This leads to that constant negative self-evaluation inside of our mind, which is a breeding cocktail for an eating disorder. The truth is that what we think we believe and what we feel we do in reaction to that feeling and thinking. And so this just creates this constant cycle. I'm never good enough. I always feel judged by other people. I need to restrict, control my food. I shame myself. Wait, I am never good enough. I always feel judged by other people. I restrict, I control my food. I try to get out of the cycle, but then I didn't do it perfectly. So I'm never good enough, right? And we continue to go into the cycle. And this is so detrimental when that voice that lives inside of our mind takes over, takes the steering wheel of our life for years of our life. This is why you do things 
that you may know you shouldn't do, yet you continue to do them. In order to escape the cycle, you must understand where you put on these beliefs, and you must also understand what types of manipulative thoughts you experience and learn a new way to deal with those feelings and thoughts. Because when you change the way that you think, you change your entire life. When you can change your mind, you can recover from your eating disorder. Your inner critic is actually just a part of you that needs more love. I want you to think about that. So today I'm gonna share the seven different inner critics And what I want you to do is I want you to be mindful as I'm talking about these seven different inner critics, which one sounds like you, what inner critic you put on yourself, which one comes up regularly for you. And you might have multiple ones. Okay. I know I have had multiple inner critics and multiple different versions of those thoughts that come into my mind and you might too, and that's okay. But if we can pull out our go-tos, those inner critics that are nagging us, then we have the opportunity to change the game. We have an opportunity to completely change our life. And in fact, the National Science Foundation talks about this. A study says that 80% of our thoughts are negative and 95% of our thoughts on the daily are also repetitive. So what does this mean? If you're thinking 60,000 thoughts every single day, and you have 40,000 of those that are negative and 57,000 of those are on repeat, sister, no wonder why you lack motivation. No wonder why you think you're always gonna be here. No wonder why you stay chained to this debilitating disease because we're constantly believing the lies. And so as I talk about these seven inner critics, the good news is that we can evaluate the ones that regularly pop up for you in your life and we can change. We can change by adopting a new way, a new way of thinking so that you can transform into the best version of you. It's so possible, friend. As I'm talking about these different categories, this comes from psychologist Jay Early, and he buckets seven different types of inner critics. And so as I talk about these, I just want you to think about what are the ones that come up frequently for you? Number one is the perfectionist. This inner critic inside of you, this mean girl, wants you to do things perfectly. She sets those unrealistic and unattainable standards and expectations, and it prevents you and prohibits you from celebrating any wins at all, small or large. Your self-worth depends on your achievement if you have this trait of being a perfectionist. And anytime you make a mistake, no matter where that mistake comes from, you put it on you as if you are inadequate. You say, I need to try harder. I'm never gonna be good enough. This is never enough. Why even try anyways? And then you restrict and you restrict and you stay miserable. Believe me, I used to wear perfection on as the outfit of the year, decade. But it is okay to stand up and rise up and say, you know what? I have this inner critic of constantly wanting to be perfect. And I can leverage that as a superpower if I just learn that having this inner critic isn't wrong. It doesn't make me wrong. These are qualities about myself that my mind is trying to believe is true because of things that I learned at a young age that were put on me, that I ingested and turned to unhealthy coping mechanisms 
so that I could handle those feelings. Number two is the inner critic of the inner controller. This is a critic that task is to control impulsive behaviors, such as any behaviors around eating or drinking or spending money. So if you slip up at anything, this voice inside of your mind, it criticizes you and it blames you. This is the shame game. Shame on you. You should have known better. You have no willpower. Why did you eat that? And it creates this place of you never feeling like you can break free because look at you, you're so bad. This is the inner controller. You're constantly trying to control all the things, yet you constantly feel out of control with all the things. This one is a biggie, and it's very frequent in those with eating disorders. The third inner critic is the taskmaster. And this critic, it pushes you to keep going and it fears you if you stop going, if you become, quote, whatever normal is. It's that voice inside of your head that says you will become lazy or you'll just be letting yourself go. You'll be a failure. This is the voice inside of your head that is telling you you have to exercise every single day. And if you don't, you're unworthy, undeserving, and you're going to blow up. This critic, it manipulates logic to prove worth by asking you to do more so that you won't be judged. Number four is the destroyer. The destroyer makes direct attacks on who you are as a person, making you believe that you're unworthy, that you're completely flawed, that you're broken, and you shouldn't even exist. This one is so flipping damaging. And it sounds like you are so worthless. How are you even here? What a waste of space. Depression, depression, depression. This inner critic destroys your being and it keeps you trapped in a life of disordered eating. The next one, number five, is the underminer. The underminer tries to keep you small. Undermine your ability so that you don't go after the dreams, so that you don't go after freedom. It paralyzes you from believing that it actually could be possible for you. It paralyzes you so much that you are so afraid to take any action or any risk so that you stay here and you stay safe. Why try when you're going to fail anyways? These are the thoughts that you're hearing in your mind. You're never going to change. You've done this before. I don't know why you believe that you could actually do it for real this time. The underminer has this habit loop that goes inside of your mind trying to make you feel small so that you won't step out of your comfort zone. The next inner critic, number six, is the molder, also known as the conformist and the people pleaser. And this inner critic has you molding, adapting, trying to fit in with others. And it makes you feel bad when you don't like something. It makes you feel like something is wrong with you. And this sounds like do as you're told and you'll just be fine. If I just stay in my lane and I cut my calories and I follow the rules and I don't draw attention to myself, then I will be fine and everyone will like me. This critic is dangerous and it simply breeds eating disorder destruction because it wants you to be liked and affirmed by everyone else and admired no matter the cost. And it leads to those unhealthy behaviors that we will go to out of fear that being who we are, being who you are, might actually be rejected, shamed, and abandoned. So if you're feeling any of these inner critics speaking to you directly, I just want you to hold on to that. And maybe it's a combination. Maybe you're a perfectionist and an inner controller. And at times you also are a people pleaser. 
that's okay. This brings so much clarity because with all this data, you're gonna be able to call out those inner critics that live inside of your mind, that mean girl, that eating disorder voice, and separate it from your true self. All right, sis, last one. Number seven is the guilt tripper. This inner critic is the blamer inside of you that keeps a record of all of your wrongs and reminds you of all of your past doings. This one, it allows you to stay stuck, never forgiving yourself, never moving forward. And it sounds something like this. How could you allow this to happen to you? Like for real, how many times have we gone down this path? You are gonna regret this forever. This is just your karma. This is just who you are. Sister, having an inner critic, it isn't wrong. It doesn't make you wrong when those thoughts pop into your mind that you know live there and they just feel constant. It doesn't make you wrong. 80% of our thoughts are negative ones and 95% of them are repetitive. These thoughts, they have been created in your brain to protect you from what the mind believes is actually a threat, but left alone to your own thoughts without challenging them constantly, it results in the belief that you're always going to be this way. It results in the belief that you're going to give up. It results in the belief that you're always going to be here because you've always been here. I want to alert you today. If those are thoughts you're having, it's simply not truth. You can change your life by changing your thoughts. You're the boss of you. You're the CEO. It's not who you are that holds you back, sis. It's who you think you're not. Did you hear me? It is not who you are that holds you back. It's not even who you don't know you are that holds you back. It's who you believe you're not. But the good news, Your inner critic is just that part of you that needs more love, more compassion. You're the boss, not your eating disorder, not that self-critical jargon that keeps you up at night and keeps you from having a snack and keeps you from nourishing your body and keeps you in these unhealthy patterns, keeps you drained. You're not her. This is why coaching is so imperative in the recovery process and it's such a blessing in the entire process because coaching whether that's with a coach like me or somebody else it provides you that accountability and that learning so that you can do this on the daily to coach yourself the role of a coach is to fill your mind with who you actually are separate from this false identity that you've put on yourself year after year with these negative repetitive thoughts And the role of a coach is to remind you who you are becoming is so much greater, inspiring you to be the best version of you without any limitations, without cares of what so-and-so thinks about you, without these negative beliefs, a life of possibility. That's what a coach does. So again, if you're looking for coaching, you'll want to check out the website, lindsaynickel.com. I do all these things with personalized support for every single client that I touch. So if you're looking for more deep accountability connection, and you feel like this inner critic is constantly in your brain, and it's exhausting, I want you to go out to the website, and I want you to fill out a client application. Coaching yourself is another way that you can help navigate this, I also want to give you a reflection for today. Because if you've heard yourself in any of these seven inner critics, I want you to know you can change the future state of your life by shifting your perspective. Today, I want you to spend roughly five to 10 minutes 
reflecting on some of these inner critics that might be inside of your mind that came up for you, the ones that called out to you as I was going through the seven different types. What are those constant nagging thoughts that she says to you? Mine was always, and still to this day, will sometimes pop in, you're just not good enough. You don't have what it takes. And that was years of putting that on and believing it because I heard it after being in a sport that required utter perfection. And so no wonder the constant voice inside of my head telling me if I wasn't first, I was last. If I wasn't the best, I was last. If I didn't land every jump perfectly, if I didn't do every sit spin on point, if every single thing wasn't perfect, it was last. And that equated to believing I needed to be perfect. And that equated to a world of disordered eating and anorexia. If you're there, I hear you, I see you, I was there. And I found freedom because I shifted my perspective. And I know that that sounds really simple. It's really not. It's a lot of work and a lot of deep stuff and accountability and support and surrender. But I want you to take some time today and reflect on that voice inside of your mind that is constantly telling you the thing. What is it? Is it if you gain weight, that's the worst possible thing you could be? No one's going to love you. You're going to feel abandoned and rejected. What comes up for you? Is it that you're not good enough? Is it that you're not small enough? What are you making that mean? How are these things simply not true? What data do you have to point to the fact that your mind could be lying? The truth is I wasn't always first and that didn't mean I was last and I've never been not good enough. I've always been enough and so so have you. It's time to start being the boss. It's time to start believing it. It's time to start stepping into your truth and your identity so that you can find the freedom that you're after I want you to spend some time reflecting on these inner critics. Pick the most common one that's coming up for you and then act as your own BFF, your own ally, your own coach, your own cheerleader, your own friend. If that thought is I'll never recover, shift it. I'm healing and I'm learning and I'm not there yet, but I'm going there. If your thought is this is just too hard, shift it. The more I practice doing the opposite action of what that voice inside of my head wants me to do, the easier it gets. If that thought inside of your head is, I don't know how to do this, I've never been able to do this, I always go back to those unhealthy patterns and behaviors. What are some different ways, actions, and things that I can do right now so that that doesn't happen? How can I challenge myself? How can I prove to myself? How can I show up for myself, my true self, not one of these seven inner critics that lives within my mind? Sis, I want you to be mindful today. I want you to embrace this today. And I want to hear from you. I'd love for you to come on out to our private Facebook community. Right now, you can find us at Hope and Healing for Eating Disorder Recovery. The link is in the show notes. You are the boss of you. You are not a quitter. You are creating a new version of you. And that means that you're going to have to identify where there's gaps, where there's these thoughts, where these nasty beliefs are keeping you stuck. And you've got to process them and heal them and feel them. Forgive yourself for being in this place and allow them to go. You owe you, sis. 
And when she comes in and she tries to take back the power, when she comes in and she tries to create these perfection tendencies, these controlling tendencies, these taskmaster tendencies, these destroyer thoughts, these undermining behaviors, these people-pleasing actions, and these guilt-tripping blame strategies, I want you to tell her to sit down, shut up, because today is your day to step in to your truth, your worth, your destiny, and to give up the struggle that is no longer serving you. I believe in you, girlfriend, and it is time to believe in you too. I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode on the seven self-critics that are keeping you stuck in recovery. Practice this reflection, get super real, with those thoughts that you're hearing on repeat and reframe them, shift the perspective so that you can transform your life. All right, sis, I will talk to you real soon. Bye for now, girl. Oh, friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show, and I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time, bye for now, girl.